Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. Wayne! This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. What's up and welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome. Hey, this, Hello, if this listeners. is your first time to listen to us, this is where Ray and I talk about the intersection of faith and fatherhood, you know, Catholic dad stuff. And if you've been with us for a long time, uh, hey, we appreciate you. Welcome, everybody. It's good to be with you and uh, to be in your ear holes. Come on in. Sit down. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> That's right. Take a Celebrating sit. good parents out here. Ray, how you been, dude? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. Um, heavy hearted. Um, lots of things, man. How about you? Yeah, same. I'm, I feel exhausted. I feel exhausted by the cycle of everything, mm. mm-hmm. life and the news and, and all that stuff. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but we're going to kick it off. So we are in our hundreds of episodes now. Hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, we're deep in the game. And uh because of that, we've been coming up with top 10 lists, and our goal is to get to 10 top 10 lists, mm-hmm. and that will... It's getting, it's getting interesting. Us, yeah, getting and interesting. then we would have ranked 100 things, because we had yeah. 100 episodes, and we don't want to rank our 100 episodes, so we'd rather rank <laughs> random stuff. Just random. Like, yeah, random stuff, pretty much. You can, say, you can rank, our, to topic, you can rank but... our top 10 episodes if you wanted to. Go ahead. Go but, ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I have a list, and I think this is our sixth list. Is that right, uh, I'll Ray? go with that. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so um, I have top 10 a top 10 list, and um, I think everybody's going to be able to relate and chime in on this oh, one, I'm right? excited, man. All right. The, the rules yeah. of engagement is that uh, Iris will go ahead and his, read his top 10 from 10 all the way to top number one, and I'll just sit quietly, and then we'll discuss after and react. That's right. That's right. And so we're ranking, ranking th- rando things, and today, my top 10 list, Ray, mm. is top 10 pieces of furniture. Did I did I tell all our listeners that it is getting interesting? Yeah, it is getting interesting. Is this this interesting? Okay, so (laughs) top ten pieces of furniture I guess that you could find in your house, and uh, I'm gonna go. I'm not saying that these are all in my house, but they may have Mm. been in my house at a certain point. Okay. Top ten furnitures. I'm just. I want to get this straight. Top ten furnitures. Period. Yeah. Just in, in your house. In a typical house. In a, in a house. In a house. In a house. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, in number 10, futon. Okay. okay. Futon. Number nine. Lumpy futon. Yeah. Dresser. Dresser. And number eight, side table. You know, nice little side table next to you, something, and then you put your stuff on that. Are you, are you talking about like a side table like on the side of the bed or like... No, no. That's a bedside table, bro. Okay. This oh, is just bad, a side bad. table. Okay. There it is. Like Correct next to a piece of furni- another piece of furniture. There you yeah. go. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There you go. Uh, next to... Uh, what's that? 10, 9, 8, 7. Next to number 7, which is fancy couch. 
Do you have like mm. a fancy couch fancy in your house, couch. right? Like in your fancy room with all your fancy stuff? Okay. Yeah, fancy uh, couch. I'm going to circle that one. Okay. And then number, number five, <laughs> bookshelf. No, wait, bookshelf. Wait, wait, wait. We're, not, we're number six, right? Number six. Number six. Yeah. Number six, bookshelf. Yeah. Okay. All right, now top five. So we're messing around in the in the top like ten through six, but here we go. We're really dialing this, it in. This here. is serious now. All right, this is serious. Okay, so it, coming in at number five, coffee table holler mm. at the coffee table. Got some got some books on there. You can put your drink. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, number four. I'm using it right now. A desk. Yes. Number three. This is really interesting. Couch. Whoa. I, wait, wait a minute now. <laughs> number two. Number two. The dining table. You know, where you have all your dinners with your family. And the number one piece of furniture in your house. Drum roll, please. You and I are both thinking it. Bed. The bed. Okay. There it is. Yeah. So just as a recap, top oh, 10 pieces of furniture in your home, futon at 10, dresser at 9, side table at 8, fancy couch at 7, bookshelf at 6, crushing it as the coffee table at 5, the essential desk at 4, a couch that you sit on, 3, dining table where you eat, 2, and number 1 is the bed, baby. Mm. There you go. That's yeah, my top 10 list, Ray. What do you think? I like it. Number 1 is... The bed, okay. Um, man, this is a random list. This is like you're just sitting down <laughs> and you're just like, let me just list down the things that I see. Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what That's happened basically, here? I was okay. okay, so honorable mention curio cabinet <laughs> and armoire, armoire, the buffet table. Yeah, oh man. Okay. Yeah. I, I I would agree with the bed, but would you count a toilet as furniture? Probably not. No. Right? That's no, a, that's an appliance, isn't appli it? Is that is that an appliance or? What would fixture? you call that? Yeah. That'd a fixture, a, fixture? a house fixture. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. We'll okay. go with the bed. Not a furniture though. Oh, I I also do agree with number ten. I I would include a futon on my top ten list of furniture at home. Uh, although that would be more of like the single man's kind of a furniture. Yeah. But it ca it carries Absolutely. over. It carries. You know, I was going to I was going to swap that with a beanbag chair. Mm. Oh yeah, that kind of uh, same category there. It, it is. We have a beanbag chair currently and mm. uh yeah. I that's, I remember that big beanbag that you had. Like it's a, it's a huge one. I mean, you could like it's, jump yeah, on it's, it. Uh-huh. It's 8 feet. It's mm. a love sack. Eight it's a love sack. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it's a. It's a. When I bought a house, I was a, I was single when I bought bought a house. Oh, my first Irish house. I was the bachelor there. And I and I bought. Um, I do remember this. It's like the first my first th thing I bought with my with my first paycheck after my house was I bought a giant beanbag. I do remember this. It was a proud moment for Iris. Yeah, well, yeah. It was, Shared it, it with everybody. So, He's like, check it this was out, like, Iris. Is stupid. It's like a stupid purchase. <laughs> but yet it's still there. I mean, like. It's still there, but it's too big. <laughs> Anyways, so, where, where is it now? It's in, our, it's in my kid's playroom. There you go. Okay. Because yeah. before in your old house, it was right next to like the very. Uh, um, 
very tempting uh, stairs that you could jump off of. Have you yes, ever done that's that? right. I, I do uh-huh. remember that, and I'm like, oh, this is yes. that's perfect right there. Totally jumped off the stairs onto okay. that as I, an adult. I, I, here, here, here's my 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 question here. Uh huh. What's the difference with the fancy couch and the regular couch? Why, why okay, did you differentiate so, that? What, what what's up with that? Yeah. So. <sighs> In my experience, here at my house okay. and and the Who house describes? that I grew up, we have a fancy room. We call ah, it the living room. The living room, yeah. Yeah, and ah, we have okay, fancy okay. furniture I in see, there, okay. and uh, it's close to the door, I, our okay. front door. Whereas the couch we, where we all hang out on... And I have slept on numerous times <laughs> is in what we call oh, the, the family couch. room. Yes, and that's yes, yes. deeper into the house I where see. there's a TV. Now I understand. Yeah. And so in our fancy room, we don't have a TV. Okay. It's just like fancy furniture in, and it's like where fancy people go. In my in my experience, yes, I, I, I have gone through many of houses that would have that. Um, uh, what is it? Um formal living room yes like uh, a lot a of filipino homes room. would have that formal living room yes some homes back in uh, maybe 90s maybe 80s would have that uh, plastic cover on that on that fancy couch mm-hmm. um i never liked that so thanks for reminding me of that because yes <laughs> i do remember those days but i never liked that so in my home i'm like away with this fancy stuff like I, I didn't like that uh that formal living room and formal dining area. So you don't have a formal? No, we don't. No, I, I don't. What do you have in it. there? Instead of that formal, we turned it into we call it the classroom. When we had the when uh, we had the homeschool, we turned okay. it into a classroom with just a bunch of desks I and a see. big board there. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I get it. I get the fancy couch and the the sofa. So the other couch. So my friends um, and neighbors and listeners to the show. Uh, hi, James. Uh, they, they instead of a fancy, um, like a fancy couch room, they have um, inflatable, like an inflatable castle. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the big playroom. Yeah, like a bouncy house. That's awesome. Yeah, like that. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done away with the, the formal stuff because, yeah, we we yeah yeah. <laughs> We've retained it, and I like it actually. So I I never liked that as a kid, but guess what? My kids don't like it, as kids. So guess where I am? Ah, I'm in the fancy room. Yeah, that's like nobody room. wants to go in there, so I go in there. I'm oh the fancy guy. That's that's a look smart at that. Move. That's a smart move. That's right. Okay. Um, you mentioned fancy couch. And we just talked about it and regular couch. Do you also have a fancy dining room? Well, yeah, we don't have like a breakfast nook or anything. And our, our family doesn't fit at any other table. So it's our we have like one big table. And uh, and it's kind of fancy. So mm-hmm. that's why we, we, have, we have a dining room. And that's where we eat all our meals. So we don't nice. eat in the kitchen or yes. on the couch or anything like that. Ah, okay. One last thing that I'm like scratching my head, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I have a problem with this. 
you mentioned a number eight as your side table. And then I asked the question, I think uh, rightly so. Uh, do you mean a side table as in like on your bed or on your bedside kind of a thing? But you said, no, 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 that's something different, Ray. What did you call mm-hmm. it? That's a bedside table. The bedside table. Uh, why don't I see that on the top five? I should have seen that on the top five, man. You need that? I need that. Yes, I need that. Yeah, here's the truth. I don't have one. <laughs> so where do you put like your alarm clock or your phone or your glasses? Or... I put the phone on the bed <laughs> next to me. I'm always afraid. I feel like I, I, know, I know there's no truth to this, but I feel like uh, if I sleep next to my phone, I might get like uh, cancer or something. If I mm. but, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't do the studies, but I feel like I'm. I, I feel it in my bones that I'm getting that I while see. I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Although the rest of the but, day, my my phone is right next to my head. But at nighttime, right. or it's like, in your pocket, giving you leg <laughs> right. cancer. But anyway, so. yeah, man, I I need that right there next to my my bed. Yeah, I'm. I I I recognize that. I recognize that, and uh, that's a that's a good point. We probably should spring for some uh, some bedside tables. I'm I'm in a relatively new house. It's almost a year old, but I don't oh, yeah, have it all yeah. dialed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, my, my furniture game isn't all completely dialed in right now. So hey, we we we've been in this house for what now eight nine years, and we still got boxes to unpack in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All Summer right. plans, perhaps. <laughs> Summer plans, indeed. All right. Well, as uh, as we transition into the first part, well, as Iris mentioned, we do the top ten, but uh, usually we start off with dad venting. Well, at least Iris calls it dad venting. I like to call it real life of dads. And um, I actually. Want to start this off, Iris? Um, prayer goes out to the uh, the town in in Texas. That's really uh, it was maybe yesterday when we were supposed to record yesterday, but the Uvalde, uh, Texas shooting in the Rob Elementary School. Um, prayer goes out to them. I, I really have no words. When I found out about it, uh, that's the time that I got home from work. And I kind of just paused and, I mean, I, we were, me and my kids were right in front of the, the front door, brought to, brought to tears, and we kind of just stopped everything and it took a deep breath and me and my kids prayed. Me and my kids prayed. Uh, yeah, man, that, that one hurt and it continues to. So um, uh, our prayers goes out to the, the families of course, the victims and really the whole nation. That's uh, as we grieve, as we grieve about this. Yeah, uh, it's pretty shocking, Ray. That yeah, here we are experiencing this like in in quick succession from Buffalo, and and you think that these these kinds of things won't wouldn't happen anymore. You know, like we we kind of talk about that all the time, and yet there's just. <laughs> There's so many systemic challenges that we face. 
and it and it feels daunting you know if when we look online you see everybody saying like hey we're gonna pray we're gonna pray for these things and no no type of law will ever change uh things but the conversion of hearts is going to change our nation but you and i are parents as well and you know we we have to do a multi-pronged approach to to raising yeah. our children right like like we want to instill them with the values so that they can choose the good and then we also have to eliminate their options to do the bad right and that's that's part of the the care that we have for our community and um yeah it's it's hard it's such a hard thing when we look as as pro-life people living in a culture of death yeah that this is this is like such a such a culture of death and it's just so difficult to deal with um so i'd talk with my own with my own children you know and and we think about that and you i drop my kids off at school you drop your kids off at school you know like that that sense of people went that they dropped their kids off at school that morning and then they never got to see them again. You know, that's, that is something that's just a real tragedy that can be prevented in so many ways. And so, yes, I I say pray. We, we need to pray. That's, that's something we need to be able to talk about that with our, with our children. We need to be able to mourn and be sad. And we have to also be able to take action, especially as we say like, Hey, we deeply care about human life. Well, what are then those, those things that, that stop us from supporting and, and caring for life. Um, what are those, um, obstacles to life and how, how can we stop that? How can we get rid of those things? Um, and we need more of that. So, um, yeah, when, when my, um, when my kids heard about it, I, I did want to take the time in, in mourning and, and grieving with them and being in that moment with them. I didn't want to skip that important step with them, so so we did, and and we talked about it. And this is um, this is kind of, this is my my dad vent. Um, I, I'm not sure if I I mentioned this earlier. Um, my son, my ten year old son, he uh, he saw the news. This is uh, this is maybe a month or so, maybe maybe three weeks ago. And he was distraught. He he heard a little bit about uh, about the war in Ukraine, and he was just distraught. And he was like, "Dad, what is going on here? Didn't we learn from World War II?" Like, again, this is from a ten year old, and his heart was like broken because he again he just he heard a little bit about it, but then he he heard the word war, and he he kind of just lost it. Did we learn from World War II? And it broke my heart. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you would think, you would think, um, and and then now, now this, uh, he he asked a question. It's like, why didn't we learn what what's going on here? What's going on with the world? And I didn't really have the words to express to him, except for that, you know, five minutes before he had that whole reaction of learning about the war him and his brother just had a fight and mm. it's constant in the house 
And I kind of pointed to that and I said, well, son, I mean, you and your brother just had a fight. This is the best way I can explain it to you. Didn't, didn't we learn from World War II? Didn't we learn from all these other wars? But yet somehow, some way, we still fight and we still can't get along. And today, my, uh, my eight-year-old son, we had a long talk because he's been fighting with his siblings. And he feels like he's not being heard. And he feels like he's being picked on or no one listens to him. And he said this to me, Iris. He says, Dad, I think it might be better that I, I run away. Hmm. And, and I'm like, oh, man. But, son, we're going to miss you if you do that. And continue on talking, and then he's and then he goes, yeah, but um, my older brother. I feel like he might be happier if I just just go away. And then I just let him express his heart in this. Um, but it was it was like one of those real moments where, you know, he's 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 spilling his heart. This is part of fatherhood, right? Um. And and my personality is I, I I try to insert jokes here and there, sure. and the way the way the way I ended it, and you know this isn't the last time I'm gonna talk to him about this topic, but I kind of um, talked him out of it, and, and by saying that, uh, hey, it, it's it's dark out there. I know you're scared of the dark, aren't you? <laughs> and, and also there's there's raccoons out there. Because his solution was because like where I, I asked him like where are you gonna go. And he's like, right. I don't know. I'm just gonna camp out somewhere, <laughs> and and I'm like, but you're scared of raccoons, man. But anyway, it, it was like I I ended it with like a, a funny bit, and we kind of laughed, and he laughed with me, but definitely something um, a, more of the conversation for another time. I sent him to bed, and I I told him that he is loved, um, that uh, that of course all of the things that he's he's thinking of that's not true your brother loves you things like that you know um but again more to come there's gonna be more talks about that but i'm just glad that he came to me to kind of express that in in a healthy manner like he's 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 kind of seeking advice in a sense of like hey dad uh, what do you think should i should i pack my stuff now (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah, yeah, that that's my dad vent. It's it's in a sweet, sour tone, but I pray hopeful that uh, you know, let's let's talk about this. Let's have a dialogue about this. Yeah. That's great. It's great that your your son is able to express himself uh and feel safe. Yeah. Um children are often impulsive and don't think you said, you said children, right? Because I, 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 I feel like you're describing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, you're talking about side tables or <laughs> uh, fancy couch. Um, yeah, it actually links up to my my dad vent. We didn't plan. We don't plan these ahead of time. No, we're just like, chatting, we're man. Gonna, yeah, but um, I wrote mine down too. Is um, well, so so one of my sons is in counseling. Mm. Um, just, he's having a really hard time. Um, and so we have a professional counselor and I sit with him. Um, and it was kind of the similar, it's kind of along those similar lines of, uh, so I found, found it really interesting. You know, your son's talking about like, maybe I should run away. My son doesn't think 
out loud like that. He's just rather impulsive and just would do it instead. And so anytime much of the counseling is, is spent trying to sit, talk about like, well, how did you feel when you did that? What are you feeling now? Can you describe that? And it's just always anger. And I uh, would we say, well, anger is not really the primary emotion. There's pr- anger is like a secondary emotion. There's something else. And then that sparks anger and we're trying to ha- ha- help him express it. Um, and that's really hard. It's, it's hard to watch my son not be able to express himself and then constantly feel frustrated mm. by by that. You know, he also has a lot of other things going on um, developmentally. But but like just being in being in with a professional counselor and talking about that. And that's why I appreciate when we have we had Salman on yeah. um, talking about talking about counseling and mental health, you know, uh, the pandemic has done no favors for my family and, and maybe for a lot of families out there. Yeah. Yeah. We carry all this, all the stress and, and anxiousness and, um, and it's going on, man. It's, it's, and then you add, add to that the events of the world and the events of our country and uh, the ongoing violence, the, the culture of, hate this um the the racial unrest um it's the divide in our country right now yeah yeah and it's just like it's so i mean no wonder things are so challenging um mentally for for folks so uh we're we're going through that i'm going through that as a dad um trying to help my sons navigate that um through professional counseling and also listening at home um but yeah, what I, I guess what I'm saying is, man, it's hard. <laughs> That's, yeah, this is real life dad. Yeah, real life dad stories. Yeah, um, it's it, it is it is difficult. How uh, what, did you did you get some advice to um, you know to seek professional help? Is it something that you and your wife kind of decided on? How, how did that come about? If I if I can ask. Yeah, we uh, we had a lot of. Because there's that temptation with our doctor, and there's that temptation, the temptation to be like, we can handle this ourselves. That, oh, I, I'm, I'm completely out of my depth, dude. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a professional minister. Uh, I'm a trained uh, uh, pastoral uh, in in pastoral work, and uh, I was a chaplain in a hospital. Like I know how to listen. Yeah, I can listen pretty well. Uh, I'm a professional educator and I recognize that I, I do not have the capacity to help my, my son. Mm-hmm. Um, he's beyond what I can do. Now there are things that I do every day sure. to try and help him, but also I fall short. And so, yeah, we had many conversations with my wife and I, uh, tearful conversations about what to do. We've, uh, consulted our doctor, psychiatrist, psychologists, many, many, <laughs> many avenues. We've been on waiting lists for a long yeah. time mm-hmm. for lots of different things. So, uh, man, it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey for us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, man, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're not the only one, maybe one of our listeners are, you know, kind of struggling with that. And again, I, I say this, uh, with purity of hearts that it is kind of tempting to be like, no, 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 no. We, we, we got this, especially in our Filipino culture where oh, yeah, sometimes sure. we kind of just hide it and be like, ah, no, no, we, we don't need 
to seek for professional help in that sense. But no, this is something good that one needs to do, and it, it, it's it needs uh, to, to, to be talked about with uh, the, the husband and the wife, and and yeah, and uh, be decided on, right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of when I don't know how to fix the plumbing, I call the plumber. <laughs> yeah, you know, and. Yeah. Uh, and lots of people who work out, they get a personal trainer. Right. Like, you could work out. You could watch the YouTube videos. But, but then when you, you can also you have get a personal serious. Tra- yeah, but when you're serious about it, then you got a personal trainer training you. And you can get all of these kind of professional things. And yet, so, when it comes to our mental health mm. and our spiritual well-being, go we ahead, don't man. go to professionals. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's that wild, wild to me. Yeah, that's, that is wild. Yeah, because we're like, I'm going to DIY this, baby. I'm like, <laughs> well, oh, I don't know. Oh, shout out yeah. to my I was gonna shout say. out to my uh, my washing machine. I or, was going to ask you that. So update on that, man. Update. Last week, it smells uh, great. I tried to DIY with some vinegar because his uh, washer was stinking it up, right? It stunk like so bad. And there's like multiple, well, my wife tried to fix it first and then I got in there and I was like, all right, I got to take over and do it. And uh, yeah, bleach, baby. It worked. It worked. Okay. Four cups. There's, there's something go- going or growing in there. that There was that something growing. Bleach killed but it's it. dead now. There it is, man. It's gone. Clean, cleansed. All right. As we yeah, trans- so anyways. As we transition <laughs> to the, the main topic of our episode. It's it's about summer. I mean, we're we're heading towards summer. Um, and maybe when you do listen to this, it's already summer as, as we kick off summer and Memorial Day weekend, right? We're heading towards there. Yeah. Is that the unofficial, unofficial summer is, uh, started kickoff summer Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. You, 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 uh, you, uh, dust off the grill, you dust off the, the barbecue sets and, uh, you, you go for it. This is a official summer, I think. But yeah, I want to I talk about like your summer plans. What, what do you have in mind? And then also to top it with all of that stuff, how do you, how do you make it Christ-centered, right? I mean, of, of course, you know, you, you pray along the way, you, you know, you pray before you head out. Because that's, that's kind of our, uh, as a family, when we do long trips, by the way, that's my go-to. I, I love long trips wherever we're going wherever it may be i just love long drives i'm I'm becoming that guy becoming that dad yeah but we started off with prayer of course throughout the trip we're, we're praying the rosary but i want i wanted to talk about this with you iris but how do we bring about that um that sense of pilgrimage also as we're making this voyage as we're making this journey to wherever we're heading towards summer first yeah, off though great. what's your plans Oh, dude, too much. <laughs> my 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 summer is way too packed. It's this is like okay. I understand we're still in a pandemic, but it's as if the pandemic's over, right? We're in an endemic. Is that was that officially declared is, is that the, endemic? Is that the term? Oh, yeah, it's where it's no longer a pandemic, but I don't it's know just if now I've an heard endemic. That, Sure. Okay, but then there's also that monkeypox. That's oh god, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. No, thank you. So, um, (laughs) yeah, we got a lot going on because all of a sudden, all the things that we used to do were on hold for two years, and now it's all rushing back. Yeah, yeah. 
And here's my other problem with summer. I'm a, I'm an educator mm. and I used to have summers off, but now I'm an administrator. Oh. And so I got a 12 month contract. So I don't actually have like oh. a three month summer or a two month summer anymore. You ain't used to this. I'm not used to this. I got to work. Oh man. What? People work in the summer? I haven't worked <laughs> in the summer in at least 16 years. Oh, wow. That's a long time, man. Yeah. So, so I so used this, to take my be... kids out on hikes and we'd just be hanging out and exploring every day. And so now I got to work. 2022 is a completely different summer for you then. Different feel, different way of living it out. Yeah, man. But I got a lot. I got a lot going on. Um, you got planned out. So we do... A, yeah, all basically all of July is planned out, and we got like we got like um, a trip with my in-laws. Uh, we got a trip with my parents. Wait, when you say trip, f- this is like an airplane trip. Is it like a, a no, long like drive a driving? Trip? Okay, okay. With my in-laws, like a a driving trip. Um, with my parents, we're having a family reunion in L.A. Um, and then there's uh, I'm gonna ride. Um, a long bike ride yeah, with my you dad. That. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, Seattle to Portland. It's two hundred mile bike ride. Oh um, man! Me and my dad, and my brother, we're gonna do that together. You've my been cousin. training for that, right? You. I did one bike ride and it crushed me. It's just <laughs> I'm like so out of my depth. My butt hurts. Mm. I haven't ridden my bike in three years, so that's uh, that's oh, another wow. th- okay. problem. I'm gonna ride on Saturday, but the. I guess what I'm saying is it's so packed. And so what you're saying is like, how do you keep Christ at the center? That's going to be a real challenge for me, bro, because I, it's literally every day in July is planned out. I I have like things going on. I'm singing at some weddings, um, traveling. And so there's so much going on and all these trips and lots of fun, but how do you keep Christ in the middle of all that chaos? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to describe to you, um, I guess it's it's our, let's say, it's our posture right now with all these trips that we're planning. Uh, it's We're very flexible right now, like as in, all right, uh, for example, this coming Sunday, we are planning to drive to New Jersey. And I told my siblings there, I told my mom uh, that we're heading to New Jersey. I called off from work. I got a whole week off to go to New Jersey. Excited for it. My dad's birthday is this coming Monday, and I wanted to celebrate. He would have been 65 years old this coming Monday, so I want to celebrate it with my mom there and, and in, in New Jersey. The thing is, is I told my sisters, hey, don't get your hopes up. Don't, I don't want too high of an expectation because plans might change and just today we changed the plans we're not going to jersey anymore uh because as you said about the whole covid stuff things are still happening with that um pray for my sister she's all right though but she's uh she just got covid so she's like recovering now and then all these other things right so i i don't want we don't want to be an added burden to, to my family if, if we go there so we took a step back and plus we have other things that kind of came up over here at home so again our posture with our plans we do have some plans for the summer but it's very loosey-goosey for some strange reason we're just like we 
don't want to like lock it in in that sense of like um like the date and time i don't know if that's safe but that's how we're doing it this year um loosey goosey but still we're, we're gonna have some fun we're gonna make the best out of summer um and as as mentioned how do we how do we make that uh, christ-centered i'm thinking like everywhere we go because we're thinking maybe instead of going to jersey we'll make a drive to indianapolis which is a good like four hours away instead of the 14 hours away so i'm thinking all right every place we go that we plan to visit we're gonna visit a church there like what the cathedral there or so, some you know some some big basilica in that area and get a good taste of that pilgrimage feel in there as well mm. that's 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 a plan at least like wherever we're going the city that we're heading towards usually i mean with with six kids we're gonna be driving everywhere <laughs> we're not gonna be flying yeah. anywhere so we're gonna dr- be driving there and we plan to visit and make a pilgrimage wherever that uh, town is or that city is we're gonna make a pilgrimage to the nearest basilica or something that's a cool way to do it yeah um i remember on long road trips ray when we were missionaries there was like a like the first batch of missionaries before we'd ever leave for a a long road trip uh we'd we'd stand outside our van and we'd say a prayer yeah yeah and then at the end of the prayer uh the guy leading the prayer or the person leading the prayer would say our lady of the way mm, pray mm-hmm, for us. Do mm-hmm. you, do you remember that? Yes. I always thought, I always thought he was making that up. The our lady of the way, there's a, our lady of the way. <laughs> and, um, I just thought like, he just made that up, whatever guy, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> today, literally today, I discovered there's an Our Lady of the Way, Santa Maria de la Strada, uh-huh. who is who is the uh, patroness of the Jesuits, and the f- original Jesuit parish in Rome is Santa Maria de la Strada, of which the Jesu is built on top of. Really? Yeah, and so there is an Our Lady of the Way, and so he meant it. He was actually right. Shout out to Pat Nethercott, who <laughs> <laughs> would always pray that. Um, and so I've always held on to that since, um, man, that's like decades days. and decades ago. Dang, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that different from Our Lady of the Wayside? That, uh, my, uh, I suppose so. I don't mm. know that one either. Mm, of the Wayside. Uh, yeah, Our Lady of the Wayside. I know it's a parish in in the Archdiocese of Chicago. So interesting. Okay, that's, that's great. But yes, yeah. that's 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 a a great um, a great thing to definitely add in that list of uh, things to do when you're on that road when you're on that road trip to pray before. Oh, I think it, Our Lady of the Wayside is Santa Maria della Strada. I think that uh, is beautiful. I think that's correct. Yeah, yes. and so. I guess my, I guess my my point of that's the little side story <laughs> yes. that little uh, side side road side we took road. a wayside. Uh huh. Is yeah, you know, in the chaos there is a sense of can you maintain your prayer time? Can you maintain a prayer mm, life? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, in the midst of a busy summer with lots of things going on, you personally as a dad. Got to maintain that in any 
in any uh, context, like, oh, we're now in a hotel or we're now driving or we're now. And then like adding those pieces where like, hey, all right, we're going to get in the car. Um, Let's uh, say a prayer before we get in. Our Lady of the Way, pray for us and then jump in. All right, we're going to say a rosary or a decade of the rosary as we go. Um, and then stop it and have like a special thing. Um, like, Hey, we're going to check out all the, these different churches. Do you do this? My mom taught me, I don't know if this is true, but (laughs) if you visit a new church, Ray, is there something that you do? Okay. What what do you do? Okay. If you go to a church for the first time that you've never been to before, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. you, You make three wishes, but you knock on the door, the front door of the church three times and you go in. And you, you say your prayers and you are able to, they say, my mom said this to me as well, you can you, you can make three wishes. Three wishes, <laughs> three yeah. Wishes. Well, for my mom said you got to say three Our Fathers, three Hail Marys, and three Glory Bees. Okay. I, I didn't I, get the three knocks. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to add three, that in. Yeah, yeah. You have to knock on and the And then the don't main cut door. your nails after, after dark. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. You, you can't, you can't, after six. After sundown. Yeah. After sundown. <laughs> yeah, but then the the three wishes. That's what I heard. I'm like, what? Okay, mom. But I've been doing it. I mean, I, of course, it's not like a genie that I kind of rub the, you know, I, I knock on three uh, three times at the door. I turn it into a prayer. I turn it into a prayer. But but it's better than a genie because you it get three wishes at every church. And if that, you're yeah, on a road you trip. visited for the first time, yeah. Yeah. If you're on a road trip to a new place. There it is. That's a, Thanks dude. for reminding me about that. I forgot about that. I should tell my kids. You have to. There's some excitement there, man. That's, That's awesome. right, because they're like, oh, snap. Three wishes. I'm going <laughs> to get three wishes. Oh, man. Okay, and then so they hold as, their as breath we, as they cro- cross a bridge. They hold their breath. They you hold their breath. You got to lift your, lift your feet up. Hold your breath. Oh, you guys lift up your feet? You lift up your feet. Or is that the railroads? I forget, man. I got a bunch of dumb superstition stuff. <laughs> but okay, so as, <laughs> as we as we uh, close off this episode, I just wanted to also plug in here. This is something that, that's been brought to, to my heart during um, my prayer time. I want to declare and I want to make my house a school of prayer. Like I feel, I, I, I want to add that into my things to do as a dad. I want to make my house a school of prayer. What does that mean? I pray that I'm used by God to to teach my kids how to pray. The very same way that Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. Very like concretely, but at the same time also the way he witnessed to them and how to pray to connect to our Heavenly Father. I want to be that. So during the summer, I've, uh, I want to I want to make my house the school of prayer. And as we head towards different places, we continue that school of prayer to teach them how to pray in different ways, different languages in a sense of like their heart, their mind, their body, their soul, that stuff. So that's that's like something that I want to highlight and make sure that I I continue to do, that I, I foster throughout the summer to be a school of prayer. I love it. 
Um, how did the disciples learn to pray? Well, Jesus taught them, but he also said, watch me. Watch me. Right? Watch me. And so that's what we, that's what your kids will do. So they're going to watch you. That's and right. from watching you, they're going to learn how to pray. Uh, Ray, if you don't mind, I will lead us in prayer. Thank you, yes. Um, this is a this is the collect from the Mass of Our Lady of the Way. So let us pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, Holy Father, you revealed to us the way, the truth, and the life in your beloved Son. Grant that by faithfully following his example and teaching, and through the prayers of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may be led in safety to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our Lady of the Way. Pray for us. Pray for us. St. Joseph. Pray for pray us. Pray for us. Yeah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for leading us in a, into that prayer. Oh, man, that's a beautiful prayer. Something that we can maybe share to our listeners as well as they head towards uh, their summer vacation, their summer little pilgrimage uh, throughout the country. And that would be awesome to, to pray that and to start off their trip with that stuff. That would be great. Thanks for sharing that, man. Hey, uh, yeah, any updates? Absolutely. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, yeah, you can see whatever I'm doing. Um, I'm planning a big photo dump at some point on my Instagram, so uh, keep keep out, keep a lookout for that uh, at called to rise uh, on Instagram or check out my website called to rise.org. Um, how about you, Ray? Hey, continue to follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter, at Fatherhood Arise. Hey, if you have any ideas, any questions, if you have any um, anything to say about our top 10 list, have yeah, at it. Yeah, what's the best piece know. of furniture? <laughs> anything you can sleep on. Let us know through our Instagram, at Fatherhood Arise, or email us at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Again, fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. If you have, again, any ideas on a uh, topic at hand that you want us to talk about, email us at fatherhoodrise at gmail.com. Sweet. And if you uh, want to hear some dad jokes, stay tuned after dark, after this uh, uh, closing song, our outro. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. saint of bodybuilders patron saint of bodybuilders um yeah our lady of the weights <laughs> who's 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 a, who's a patron saint of um bodybuilders especially when they get some of those like muscle knots who uh our lady of knots <laughs> that was terrible Isn't that, that was so terrible that was that was bad uh, you can't say the punchline in the setup. I know. That was <laughs> okay, wait. All right. I've been working on this joke. I think I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again anyway. 
Um, who, who's the old lady that's always with our blessed mother? Who? Who's that old lady that's always with our blessed mother, Iris? Who? Her name is Dolores. Because during our prayer, you know, when we pray the Hail Mary, Dolores is with you. <laughs> no? Anybody? No? Nobody? So close. Dolores with you? No? All right, That's fine. right. Dolores with you. Yeah, Dolores, yeah. Dolores right. with you. Nice. That's good. Peace. I like it. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>